close encounters of the third kind. Actual contact. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. All I gotta do is look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! The Sasquatch was approximately eight to ten feet tall. It looked very human-like, but it definitely wasn't a human. After seven years of research, I am more convinced than ever that the creature known as Nessie is a real, living animal. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. Welcome to Mysteriousnesses, episode oh. number 19. Glad you guys tuned into the show. Spooky. It's been a couple weeks. We are glad to be back. Uh, I am John Jay, and with me, as always, the Lances, Lauren Hello. and Endless Mike, and Jared Walker has decided to grace us with his silence. Woohoo! Uh, we're uh, called oh. the Ghost Group. Are you, are you trying to tell me to be quiet? No, no. I, just, I mean, you can talk if you want. Oh, our ghost hunting group is called the Ghost Kings. The Ghost Kings? I'm pretty sure that's a gang in uh, Ghost Kings, King of San Filippo. Yeah. Sounds like a gang. It's a San Filippo street that's pretty, gang. Actually, that sounds pretty badass. Yeah, let's go <laughs> join them. Yeah. You have to get a bunch of tattoos on your face. Okay. Well, I mean... Are they ghosts and little ghosts? Yeah, they're right. little ghosts. little emojis. ghosts from Pac-Man. Yeah. Ghosts with Glocks. What are the Pac-Man ghost names? Uh, Blinky, Sneezy, Dopey, Trashy, and Gilmore Girls. Wasn't no, Pierre Clyde. one of them? Clyde is one of them. Yeah, Clyde. Not Pierre. Mm, no, so, I'm pretty sure I was Blinky, right. Blinky, Blinky, Stinky, and Clyde. I don't think Stinky was in there. Nope, he was the smell. It was ghost. Inky, Blinky, and Winky. We have Clyde. Amelia Earhart news. She's alive. Update. Yeah, update. Amelia Earhart still alive. No, Amelia Earhart may have survived crash landing. Newly discovered photo suggests. Uh, a newly discovered photograph suggests legendary aviator Amelia Earhart, who vanished 80 years ago on a round-the-world flight, survived a crash landing in the Marshall Islands. Then why didn't she ever come back? The photo, found in a long-forgotten file in the National Archives, shows a woman who resembles Earhart and a man who appears to be her navigator, Fred Noonan, on a dock. The discovery is featured in a new History Channel special, Amelia Earhart, The Lost Evidence, that airs Sunday. Is Fred Noonan the father of Tom Noonan? Because I love that guy. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe the grandfather. So far, but when it's looking a mystery. at this picture, it's a picture of a bunch of people from a distance. It could literally be anyone. Like, I, I don't understand. Well, it says the... Uh, uh, the photo appears to be legitimate and undoctored. Uh, Sean Henry, former executive assistant director of the FBI and an NBC News analyst, has studied the photo and feels confident it shows the famed pilot and her navigator. I couldn't even tell you which person in that photo was her. Yeah, I right don't Right here. That's Tom Costello. Yeah, that is Tom Costello. <laughs> when, uh, when you pull out and you see the analysis that's been done, I think it leaves no doubt to the viewers that uh, that's Amelia Earhart and Fred Noonan. Okay. Earhart... Earhart was last heard from on uh, July 2nd, 1937, as she attempted to become the first woman pilot to circumnavigate the globe. She was declared dead two years later after the U.S. concluded she had crashed somewhere in the Pacific Ocean and her remains were never found. Neither was the, the plane, right? Right. Uh, investigators believe they have found evidence that Earhart and Noonan were blown off course but survived the ordeal. The investigative team behind the history special believes the photo may have been taken by someone who was spying for the U.S. on Japanese military activity in the Pacific. So basically the theory is that, you know, they were captured and never released. Oh, okay. Well, that's sad. That is sad. That's almost a little bit more sad than her what? just disappearing. But this... It says she was, yeah, so she was captured, so maybe they were going to try to hold her... 
hold her as like a bargaining chip once the war, once the U.S. was in the war. And then, and then like, maybe she just died. She died or they tried to bargain with her and the U.S. government was like, yeah, she's a female pilot, so we don't really care. Yeah, with like, lady think- pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Good one, guys. Everyone Hotter thinks she's one. dead, so we'll just keep pretending that. And then there's no embarrassment if we don't go get her. Exactly. Yeah. So, but they, But they knew because they got this photo from a spy. Uh, Japanese authorities told NBC News they have no record of Earhart being in their custody. Well, of course they would say that. Yeah, because that would be kind of embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. That they kept a national treasure in custody until she died. Yeah, no, that would be horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't know. They're, they're saying the uh, the hairline is very specific and uh, the facial recognition on Fred Noonan. I mean, they don't matches. really look captured The picture of Earhart is with her from behind like and it like the it shows like her face a the little side bit. like she's looking to the side like the 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 guy who looked who is saying that this is her his only real argument is she's wearing pants something for which Earhart was known like yeah it was rare but she wasn't the only woman with pants in the whole fucking world well yeah, keep in mind she... this is also in the Marshall Islands which is yeah. And there's also witness evidence for uh, decades. Locals have claimed they saw Earhart's plane crash before she and Noonan were taken away. Uh, native school kids insisted they saw Earhart in captivity. The story was even documented in postage stamps issued in the 1980s. What? Oh, okay. So, so people have long said that, that they were like, "Yeah, she's alive," but they couldn't. So this kind of just backs up those claims. Huh. Too many coincidences. The dirty <laughs> Japanese got her. Japanese imperialists. Uh, I think I think they owe us an apology. Yeah, another two. one. Well, two, because they had two people. Well, yeah. if we <laughs> knew she was over there and didn't do anything about it, then it's more our fault than theirs at this point. Do you, do you think that if they come back with the argument, but you nuked us, do you think that's a good counter-argument? Uh, that's always the trump card, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they can only do it so many times. Yeah, they got about three more of those. Yeah. And then you guys got to apologize for Amelia Earhart. Uh, <laughs> oh, NASA denies story. that it's running a child slave colony on Mars. Well, that's good yeah. to know. On Thursday, Alex Jones welcomed a guest to talk about how kidnapped children have been sent on a two-decade mission to space. NASA now denies the interplanetary conspiracy. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad they're denying it. Why does NASA yeah. feel like they have to deny it? Like... A cr- you don't have to deny everything a crazy person says. Like, they're so crazy, there's no reason uh, to they, even they respond. Because Alex Jones said it, and then a bunch of his listeners bombarded them with... Uh, yeah, they tried ignoring the crazies all this time, and like uh, fa- like fake science has just like grown and grown and grown in all that time. Oh my god. Well, the, their first mis- mistake was letting somebody go on the Alex Jones show. Or Infowars. So it, 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 the report is claiming that child sex slaves have been kidnapped and shipped to Mars. Uh, NASA is saying that's untrue. There are no humans on Mars. There are active rovers on Mars. There was a rumor going around last week that there weren't. There are, Guy Webster, a spokesperson, spokesperson for Mars exploration at NASA, told the Daily Beast. But there are no humans. I like, I like that. Guys, there are robots on Mars. But so some people, people said there aren't. But there that, definitely no, are. No, we definitely put robots on there Mars. There are robots on Mars. It <laughs> we sounds did crazy. That. that sounds like it's craziness. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like, well, to but it's true. To there the to I would say to the average person that is like going through all these conspiracies, that fits right in there with those conspiracies. Like yeah. robots. There on are Mars. no children and no human beings on Mars. 
Only just robots. robots. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> On Thursday's program, the InfoWars host welcome guest Robert David Steele onto the Alex Jones Show, which airs on 118 radio stations nationwide, to talk about kidnapped children he said have been sent on a two-decade mission to space. I bet Alex Jones didn't even know about this till this guy came on. I'm just sure. immediately believed it. Uh, we actually believe there is a colony on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride. That makes Steel. sense, because children can run a colony. Yeah. yeah, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. So they're saying there's already people Wait, there. Hold on. Hold on. S- yes, yeah. Hold Go on. B- scroll back up a second. Hold on a second. So it's they're sending children... On a 20-year trip. So they're not children. They're not children now. So now they're adults. Yeah. yeah. So when they get there, so there's no children on Mars. There's just grown-ass men. Wait a minute. So all those kids are on the milk cartons in the 80s. They're now That's on Mars. They're like, and I, they're somehow slaves. To yeah. what? Like actually, they never said to what? The robots. This is robots. starting to make more and more sense, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jones echoed Steele by saying, clearly they don't want us looking into what is happening, because every time probes go over, they turn them off. No, they don't. What? I don't think they turn the probes off. We have all of the video of Mars. (laughs) They do cut out sometimes. Oh, that's where the colonies are. Oh. But it's like, you know, sometimes my cell phone signal cuts out in my office. Well, were you talking to your child slaves? Yes. On Mars? Yeah, I was calling the kids on Mars. Yeah, Yeah. NASA's (laughs) protecting you. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, did you know for like $10 you can buy one square foot of child slave on Mars? That's awesome. One square foot of slave. At the beginning yeah. of his campaign so in this December. Is like, so this is like the new Pizzagate, except... Uh, Retarded. Crazy except people Mars. can't... G- so maybe, no, maybe this is just propaganda to get all the crazy Alex Jones listeners with guns to go to Mars. Works for me. Okay. They're going to go and they're going to so investigate wait, this So we're going to make Mars the new Australia? Just put all the crazies on Mars? Fine that with that. Like a bad, a, that seems like a bad idea. Fine with it. Yeah, there's not enough uh, murderous animals to like thin them out. We'll That's just put true. them on Mars with all the gay frogs. Oh, I mean, there are murderous robots there, though. So, ah. okay. And it, yeah. Rescinded. I mean, Send them to Mars. I mean, there's Nazis there, too. This kind of seems like the a Nazis great idea. Nazis are on the moon. Oh, well, yeah. okay, so the, the 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 slave colony, that was originally put there so that they could be guards of all these people when, when they're shipped there. Well, were they shipped as children? Well, yeah, but, you know, they, they were hand-selected to run this col- colony. These these kids were the best of the be- best, Mike. Yeah. Right. Well, those kids were sent to service those robots. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> The little hands can fix the things uh, inside. More Mars news. <laughs> Alien hunters discovered an ancient pyramid on Mars. Anomalies spotted on the red planet. I thought nice. Olympus Mons was also a pyramid. Uh, oh, I thought this had the, the photos. You gotta do the, uh, the stupid... Yeah, you gotta take this quiz. I can skip that. Okay. So if you look right here, you can see this thing. This thing is like from a satellite photo, and it looks like it's a perfect sphere. Yeah, it looks like a pimple. Yeah, yeah it, looks, it does look like a pimple. It, it looks, uh... And it is ready to burp. A, a YouTube user known as Art Alien TV posted a video online showing what he called anomalies on a NASA satellite image of the surface of the planet. Explaining the, the dome, the conspiracy claims they look artificial and says he has not enhanced the images in any way. 
We have a clear 50-foot dome or sphere in a Mars crater with large pipes coming out of it on the left. Also, a triangular pyramid-shaped structure about 500 feet away from it that is 120 feet wide, he wrote. I don't, I don't see I don't, Yeah, I don't see any I don't pipes. See pipes. Yeah. Let's see. Let's get in there closer. Yeah. yeah well, I nice. guess he's saying right those here ridges. those could be pipes. Oh, they look like maybe. ridges. Like, I'm, willing, I'm willing to buy that there's a dome in a, in a pit. And a pyramid, a triangular-shaped yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, that is definitely a weirdly perfect sphere. Looks like an eyeball, actually. And, tri- and triangle. Uh, he added, these features look artificial in nature and are clearly visible on Google Mars with no enhancements. <clears throat> so who knows? That might be just like some kind of ancient alien space trash or something, you know? Yeah. Could Probably be just more a, uh, robots. It's a temple with a bunch of those uh, xenomorphs inside of it. No, it's a temple like in um, Stargate. That's where the Stargate goes to. Is that? Uh, oh, it's and the pyramid. And the pyramid is what's pow- what powers it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, you s- we've played Destiny. That's the Traveler. Oh yeah, well, the orb. Yeah, that's the Traveler. It's coming. Yeah, as soon as we get there, uh, we'll enter humanity's golden age. That's It'll be great. Exactly what happens at Destiny. Yeah. Okay, so so Fun we figured Destiny. it out. Yeah. Yep. Destiny. Thank is real. you, Bungie. Moving on to some cryptids. Uh, Dogman filmed in South Africa, Ugh. or is it? This is creepy. Nice. I don't like this look. I don't like this video. This video is creepy, yeah. A resident of Uppington, Northern Cape, has released footage of what some believe to be a dogman creature. The footage, about three minutes long, shows a pack of dogs and a human-like figure running on four legs. The person uploading the video said he was driving in his vehicle when he noticed the strange figure. Uh, a person from the area told Cryptozoology News the alleged creature is a local man known as Philip Oliphant, a 19-year-old whose claimed love for dogs made him behave just like them. Well, people do stupid shit, so there's that. So, you guys, let's let's check out this video real quick. Que demonios es esto? If you look, you can you see the pack of dogs and you see him in the distance. Mm-hmm. Look at how he moves. What? That's what's creepy is He's that he runs just like a dog. He runs as fast as them. Which I bet he'd be really good on that show, Release the Hounds. Ah. There he is back there. He's just... He's just on all fours. Just on all fours, walking like a dog. Oh, he was so... His limbs look too long doing that. But they, oh. went, and, they went and talked to the guy, like, right? No, this guy just took the video driving by and was like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, what the fuck? Fuck. Yeah, his back is all weird when he, he moves like that. Yeah, he's bend, like... It shouldn't bent, be able to bend like that. Yeah, he's yeah. like bent his body up real weird so they could walk on four legs like that. I don't like it. I don't like it either. It yeah, you guys can weird. check this out in the show notes. Here he is oh, right there. there look, at oh, a, I... look at that. Oh, his head... And he, I don't like, like... Ba- he bounces like a dog, what too? What the fuck's the deal with his head? Uh, yeah, like a, his... Uh, looks like a manitar. That's half man, half other man, for those of you yeah. who don't know. <laughs> half man, half other man, and walks yeah. on his man legs. Yeah, it's gross. Oh, I hate this. Yeah, I it's, hate this, the... is, this is the stuff of nightmares right yeah. here. Look at him go. Oh, He's oh. got a weird bouncy yeah, gait. Yeah, he bounces all fucking creepy. Weird. His ass is up way too high. This is, it's so weird. You guys and have to check this the out. The way his neck is, his head is bent back on his neck is really like, disturbing. Like, it actually, it makes me think of a chupacabra or it something. It makes me feel ill. Would you be able to sit there in the car and follow this thing? I'm not sure. Like, it makes me feel, like, sick to my stomach to watch this. Look at me. Oh, I wouldn't even be this close. Oh, yeah. Oh, look oh, at that. Look how close it is. 
Oh, he's oh, all. Oh, he stops like a dog too. Yeah, he's all skinny and weird looking and just bad. Yeah, this is just bad. This is bad stuff. This is unsettling. Is he at best. He, I think he's got like a uh, new diaper on. The dogman is a cryptid re- uh, reputed to live in the northwestern quadrant of Michigan's Lower Peninsula. Although other sightings have been reported in different locations, such as Kentucky. The beast was for- first reported to have been seen in 1887 by two lumberjacks who described it as having a human body and a dog's head. There's another video there. Please, let's not watch it. In uh, 2015, Christina Del Parker, author of uh, 100 Bigfoot Nights, told Cryptozoology News that a few dogmen and Bigfoot beings roam around her United States property and was able to gather a video of one of them. She described the animals as being the size of a man with, a point- with pointy ears placed on the top of their heads. Their bodies were reportedly covered in brown patchy hair and had human-like fingers with thick claws. Gross. Now this one is, uh, you can barely see it. It's going to come, like, right in here, I think. Is this bitch having a stroke while holding yeah, the camera? Like, yeah, this is the shakiest of shaky cams. Alright, I still don't I'm see not anything jack at shit. all. Yeah, I don't see anything either. Where is it? Um, I saw it earlier. Yeah, I, this is... There, I oh, can see there it, it is. pop up right there. Yeah, it looks like some kind of weird dog man. Ugh. Probably just her son. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, I mean, that's creepy. I mean, just that guy, like, like they know who he is. but That guy... Like, it's still creepy. Ugh, I don't care He's if done you know who something he is. to transform himself. Yeah. yeah. This is... This some is sort a, of dark mutation. Ugh. This is abnormal psychology at its finest, and that's actually what's in our feature segment coming up in a few minutes here. I forgot mm-hmm. to mention well, before that. Before we do that, I got, a, I got a quick story of uh, okay. as, an Aztec update. The uh, Aztec Tower of Skulls is not a myth. Really? It has finally been found. Wait, really? Yeah, so uh, during Cortez's uh, invasion of uh, the Aztec city, uh, so uh, there are memoirs from the soldiers describing a tower of skulls, but nobody had been able to find it until now, and now they finally found the actual tower of skulls. Uh, so what, what was like? It was that was just what he reported was that they made a tower of skulls. Yeah, that they, and then later on, like that it was a terrifying tower of skulls. And later they on, they said he just exaggerated it. Well, no one ever. Because the city was long, but long before we had actual real records of people going there to see it, the, they were gone. You know, mm-hmm. they were destroyed. Uh, but they actually finally excavated an actual tower of skulls, and they found two different things. What they did, they found uh, what's called a uh, shoot. Where is it here? What would it? Yeah, that would have been so cool to to be an explorer back then. Yeah. Just like see this like like crazy stuff, all the killing and diseases. Yeah, well, I mean, it probably would have been pretty rough. Yeah, Tizam Pantili, which was like a giant shelf which they would display skulls on. It was like a kind of like an abacus uh, with skulls strung across through different shelves Mm -hmm. uh, that they would just hang skulls there to terrify their enemies, which worked according to the memoirs of these soldiers. They were Uh, all yeah, that works every time. Yeah. Uh, and then after a few weeks of hanging uh, the skulls out to dry, they would put them onto the giant tower of skulls, co- coat them in lime, and then uh, set them in the neat rows. So the tower itself uh, is found as about 16 meters in diameter. Uh, they don't know how tall it is yet because they're still excavating it. Oh, my 
my but god. But they and you know, they found So they found like the base, the top of it probably. Yeah, they found the the top of it. Oh, they found the top of it. So yeah, now they so have to still, see how far back it goes. Yeah, see how far down it goes. Uh the skulls they report are uh, equally from men, women and children and not just uh people who are sacrificed, so not just soldiers as primarily would have been used for sacrifices and things like that. I didn't know there was that many people around back then. Oh, the Aztecs. You could just kill a bunch huge. of them and still have enough. Oh, yeah, people. there was a ton of Aztecs. Yeah. There was yeah, a I guess lot. there are civilizations and they bigger also, than the European ones. They also yeah. fucked up a lot of the other indigenous tribes, too, like the Mayans. Yeah, there's probably like other cultures that we'll never even hear of because they just like absorbed them. Yeah, or just flat out destroyed them. So the uh, the Tizam Pantili were ceremonial wooden scaffolds used in many ancient cultures in the Americas to display skulls of human sacrifices. Priests would prepare each skull by drilling two holes in it, then stringing it like a bead on a long cord. And once a set of skulls had been strung together, the cord would be stretched between two wooden posts to form one row of skulls among many. Uh, again, the site was designed to terrify the Aztecs' enemies, which, according to the Spanish soldiers, worked very well. I'm sure. you, you got to admit, being a priest back then was way harder than being a priest now. Oh, yeah. You oh, had yeah. so many more weird duties. Oh, yeah, like uh, cutting out the hearts of people and displaying it to the people. Displaying yeah. it to the people. Healing. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> All kinds of stuff. Exorcisms uh, were a lot more you got to take a bunch of drugs and get uh, possessed by a demon, you know? Yeah. Like, that's hard work, you know? It Nowadays, is. these guys, they just, yeah. one, once a week, they, they shake around some incense, give a little sermon, and then go get, back to their Drink some get blown afterwards by a bunch of little boys. Yeah, it seems yeah. way easier now. And then uh, move to a new place. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Thank you, Jared. I, uh, I have a really, like, quick update. A while ago, we did that story about Bruno Borges, the guy Oh, who, yeah, did they ever find that kid? So he's still missing. Okay. They haven't found him yet. He's um, probably dead by now, honestly. Yeah, there's there's not really any way to to tell where he's been. Uh, the, you know what? It's probably where Amelia Earhart, Japanese yeah, person, on they're Mars. right there together. The, a sex slave colony on Mars. The yeah. only thing investigators have been able to find is they found his furniture. Because you'll remember his room had been made into like a temple, and they didn't know where his furniture had gone. Uh-huh. And his furniture was in his friend's house. So the theory is now is that he Well, and that his, means he didn't kill himself if he saved his furniture. Yeah, he saved his furniture, and they found a contract in his room guaranteeing 15% of the publication revenue to his friend for helping him move his stuff out of his room. Huh. So they found that. They found his stuff. Still can't find him. I realized it had been a while since I checked up well, on that. Well, he's either this dead or he is on the cusp of uh, finding the secret to everything. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So wishing him the best humanity. still. I look forward to finding out which. Yeah. He's right. going to become our hive mind. Pennsylvania man says ape-like humanoids killing wildlife and troops. Oh, like soldiers, troops? That's like some Congo shit. A northern Pennsylvania resident is asking for help dealing with a series of unusual creatures. All right. The man who left a rather cryptic message on the uh, U- uh, Mutual UFO Network says he has been seeing these beings for the past three days. I see them 24-7. They're living in the higher parts of the pine trees, but they also use other trees, he said. So just say trees. Yeah, I'm glad they're yeah. not specific they to the pine, pine trees. trees. and other trees also. There are also, only also two the, types of trees. I only know two kinds of trees. Pine and oh, miscellaneous. <laughs> Uh, the Pennsylvania describes the creatures as ape-like and being able to blend in with the trees uh, with the ease of a, 
of I just, a chameleon. I really just hope that the cops don't go down there and find that it's just a black family who recently moved in and the dude is just super racist. I just thought right. Somebody spray him with water. Yeah, yeah someone stop him. No, I hope that's not what happens. They become one with the trees. Their hands and trees become rooted in the trees when they rest, he explained. So he's so like morphing into they're them? They're Weird. He says he is afraid of going and investigating on his own because he has seen dead animals in the area. He hates dead animals. I saw so some I. of our troop dead over there, and I'm afraid to go myself, he said, leaving a giant question mark as to whether he is referring to the military, some kind of domestic animal he had personally named, or a simple typo meaning coop, as in chicken coop instead of troop. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. so didn't bother to uh, clarify that, huh? on that. All right. Yeah, the man claims this is no joke, and that he needs someone from the UFO organization to go and take a closer look for him. I have seen one after it hit the ground, he said. This is not a job for me. <laughs> Probably not. Well, I mean, as long as you can admit that. Yeah, so this, I, I'm thinking predators. I guess, Ooh, if, I there's been, so. if there are dead animals and such. I'll show them my hunting prowess, and they'll take me back to their planet and make I'll, me one of them. I'll cover myself in mud and then just can't easily yeah. defeat if them. If it bleeds, you can kill it. <laughs> Students in Peruvian school may have experienced a mass possession. What? Yeah, this is... uh, I'm going to call it now, gas leak. Yeah, probably. It's always a gas leak. Listen up. Uh, Some stories you read, and you know there's a simple, easy-to-call-up explanation, while others you know just aren't that simple. Chalk this one up to the latter. Well, no, it could be a gas leak. It all started three weeks ago when students at Elsla Perra Flores School in Peru began reporting a dark figure stalking the hallways. A tall man with a long black beard was the common description, and the general feeling of dread was all professors and others responsible had to go on. Nothing was found. Then the first of the children were hit. About 20 children were struck with bouts of fainting, vomiting, delirium, and foaming at the mouth. That definitely sounds like a gas leak. Uh, Healthcare professionals were at a complete loss. They naturally looked at environmental issues, possible poisonings, virus, and bacteria that would cause these issues. Nothing. They came up with nothing. Okay. What's worse is the issue continued on. Over the following three weeks, between 80 and 100 children all fell ill with similar symptoms, all the while sighting, all the while sightings of the tall man with a black beard continued. All of this has caused the Peruvian officials to officially claim that the students have been possessed by a demonic or, fish or evil spirit. Oh, well, that was an easy... Yeah, I guess the Peruvian officials can do that. Since the beginning... <laughs> The school and its classes have received blessings from witch doctors and Catholic priests. Whatever they've done seemed to have worked. Over the last few days, the children have stopped falling ill, and those affected are getting better. Whether we'll ever know what actually happened is unknown. What is for certain is something did affect those kids, and it wasn't good. Now, see, it's like a gas leak, but the only... So if it is a gas leak, the only hallucination is the same one over and over again, and that's the only thing that leads uh, credence to this. Yeah, but that could just be... Uh, I forget what the specific phrase is, but it's like madness shared by two. What's that? Mass hallucination? No, there's... Well, there's mass hallucination, and then there's like a specific type of thing where people actually hallucinate or go crazy in the same way. Um... So this is that it's possible it was just that it could be kids getting hysterical, just and it just hysteria. Yeah, it just hysteria. It could be like two kids started a prank and then the rest of them because they're Peruvian lost. But didn't their it shit. also say that no. some of the teachers saw the 
thing? No, the teachers so. just said that they felt a feeling of dread. Oh, okay. This sounds like how the Salem witch trials started. Yeah. It's just, you know, one person gets freaked out and they start sharing what they're thinking and then everyone starts vibing off of that. It's not the first time it's it happened. It could be. Or it could be like a tulpa type situation. It could. Oh, well, I, I guess if they, if they all believe in it. I think it takes more than just a couple hundred kids for that to happen, though. But then also, it, 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 there's also uh, more evidence it, once they did the blessings that it all stopped. Yeah, which it could that could be a placebo effect, though. Like it could be like, True. oh, these you know these respected adults say it's over, so and they did something to stop it, so it's over. Well, that's uh, that's pretty interesting, though. This is like. One of the few modern mass possessions, you know? I believe it was the devil. It probably it could have been the devil. Yeah. Uh, Mike's just put a gas <laughs> Mike's leak just in been, us. Mike is, Mike is experiencing <laughs> symptoms right now. <laughs> You're about to be experiencing symptoms. All right. Oh, God. my God. We're going <laughs> to take a break, and uh, we're going to try not to get poisoned by Endless Mike. It's in you before you smell it, dude. You're alone, in the middle of the night, and the phone rings. It's someone you don't know, or worse yet, it is someone you know, and they're dead. Things have just gotten... spoopy. 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 Too spoopy. The Russian Sleep Experiment Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days using an experimental gas-based simulator. They were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them, since it was toxic in high concentrations. This was before closed-circuit cameras, so they only had microphones and five-inch thick glass porthole-sized windows into the chamber to monitor them. The chamber was stocked with books, cots to sleep on but no bedding, running water and toilet, and enough dried food to last all five for over a month. The test subjects were political prisoners deemed enemies of the state during World War II. Everything was fine for the first five days. The subjects hardly complained, having been promised falsely that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. Their conversations and activities were monitored, and it was noted that they continued to talk about increasingly traumatic incidents in their past, and the general tone of their conversations took on a darker aspect after the four-day mark. After five days, they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led them to where they are and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and began alternately whispering to the microphones in one-way mirrored portholes. Oddly, they all seemed to think that they could win the trust of the experimenters by turning over their comrades, the other subjects in the captivity with them. At first, the researchers suspected this was an effect of the gas itself. After nine days, the first of them started screaming. He ran the length of the chamber, repeatedly yelling at the top of his lungs for three hours straight. 
He continued attempting to scream, but was only able to produce occasional squeaks. The researchers postulated that he had physically torn his vocal cords. The most surprising thing about this behavior is how the other captives reacted to it, or rather, didn't react to it. They continued whispering to the microphones until the second of the captives started to scream. The two non-screaming captives took the books apart, smeared page after page with their own feces, and pasted them calmly over the glass portholes. The screaming promptly stopped. So did the whispering to the microphones. After three more days passed, the researchers checked the microphones hourly to make sure they were working since they thought it impossible that no sound could be coming from with five people inside. The oxygen consumption in the chamber indicated that all five must still be alive. In fact, it was the amount of oxygen five people would consume at a very heavy level of strenuous exercise. On the morning of the 14th day, the researchers did something they said they would not do to get a reaction from the captives. They used the intercom inside the chamber, hoping to provoke any response from the captives they were afraid were either dead or vegetables. They announced... We are opening the chamber to test the microphone. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom. To their surprise, they heard a single phrase in a calm voice response. We no longer want to be freed. Debate broke out among the researchers and the military forces funding the research. Unable to provoke any more response using the intercom, it was finally decided to open the chamber at midnight on the 15th day. The chamber was flushed with the stimulant gas and filled with fresh air and immediately voices from the microphones began to object. Three different voices began begging, as if pleading for the life of loved ones to turn the gas back on. The chamber was opened and soldiers sent in to retrieve the test subjects. They began to scream louder than ever, and so did the soldiers when they saw what was inside. Four of the five subjects were still alive, although no one could rightly call the state that any of them in life. The food ration past day five had not been so much as tuss. There were chunks of meat from the dead test subject's thighs and chest stuffed into the drain in the center of the chamber, blocking the drain and allowing four inches of water to accumulate on the floor. Precisely how much of the water on the floor was actually blood was never determined. All four surviving test subjects also had large portions of muscle and skin torn away from their bodies. The destruction of flesh and exposed bone on their fingertips indicated that the wounds were inflicted by hand, not with teeth, as the researchers initially thought. Closer examination of the position and angles of the wounds indicated that most, if not all of them, were self-inflicted. The abdominal organs below the ribcage of all four test subjects had been removed. While the heart, lungs, and diaphragm remained in place, the skin and most of the muscles attached to the ribs had been ripped off, exposing the lungs through the rib cage. All the blood vessels and organs remained intact. They had just been taken out and laid on the floor, fanning out around the eviscerated but still living bodies of the subjects. The digestive tract of all four could be seen to be working, digesting food. It quickly became apparent that what they were digesting was their own flesh they had ripped off and eaten over the course of days. Welcome back. 
Alleluia. All right, let's get into some abnormal psychology, super abnormal psychology. Yeah, none of this autism stuff that's just like vanilla psycho abnormal psych. <laughs> vanilla talking weird psychology. Shit. This, is a, this is all some really weird and interesting things. Uh, let's go, let's just start off with walking corpse syndrome. Yes, this one's creepy. Uh, Cotard syndrome or walking corpse syndrome is colloquial, as it's colloquially known, is a belief held by a person that he or she is actually dead or simply doesn't exist. It has been linked to depression as well as uh, to those who are chronically deprived of sleep or suffer drug psychosis, but it is still largely misunderstood by science. The disorder yeah. has also been connected to Capgras syndrome, a condition where a person thinks someone in their life has been replaced by an imposter or a duplicate. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that they would... Link them. Yeah. Yeah, there's a division uh, in the brain between the visual face recognition area and the part that associates emotional responses with that recognition, according to Psychology Today. Thus, a person suffering from either disorder may not even recognize herself and genuinely convinces herself that she doesn't exist. So it starts with face blindness. Yeah, Jared. well, yeah, I guess you don't recognize yourself. or yeah. So, Jared, do you, you know you exist, right? Uh, Who? Okay, see, he's back. He's, he's regressing. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is weird because these people will, like, will attempt, will try and harm or kill themselves, not in an attempt to actually die. Just because they are they just want to prove that they can't do it. They're trying to prove that they can't die. Wait, what? Yeah. Hold, wait, hold on. So, like, if you don't exist or you're dead... You can't kill something that doesn't exist. Yeah, but if you shoot yourself in the head and then you're still there, then it's like you just prove you just prove that you're not crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's a hard bet, right there. Or you're dead and you're not suffering anymore. Well, I mean, if you're convinced, that's not a bet. It's yeah. just proving what you it's already It's proving know. it to other, other people, not to yeah. yourself. It's a bunch of doubting Thomases. No, guys, I am dead. Like, they, these people, like, swear they can't hear or feel their own heartbeat if they look and... If they look? You know, if they check, like, their pulse or something like that, and they don't ever... They swear they never breathe, and... And they think that they don't show up on, like, uh, video cameras and stuff, or yeah. they don't show up in pictures. So, all right, that's the... That's the thing. No, like, they don't recognize themselves if they show up in pictures. So they're showing up in a picture, but they don't recognize themselves. Yeah, they, somebody they, else. Like, so I, they, like, I know I was there, but I'm not in the picture. So, okay, well, this it's an easy fix. So you go, all right, you knew you were there. Do you remember what you wore while you were there? All right, tell me what you wore. That was an imposter. Wearing the same yeah. damn thing? Yeah. It's so crazy. That guy was wearing the same outfit as me. That that's happens. why it's linked to Capgras syndrome. That's, oh, I can't, that's a hard one to deal with. Here's yeah. uh, Alice in Wonderland Syndrome. Uh, Micropesia, nicknamed Alice in Wonderland Syndrome, is a visual neurological disease where a patient sees an object much, much smaller than it really is in real life, as if they were looking at the world through the wrong end of a telescope. According to the Medical Journal of Psychiatry, the object perceived seems far away or in some cases extremely close at the same time. For example, a car may seem the size of a cat. The illness is not caused by any deficiency of the eye, but rather how the brain interprets the information received from the eyes. Migraines are said to be an important cause and feature of this disorder, which can also affect a person's other senses, such as hearing and touch. The illness is known to affect children between the ages of 5 and 10, and has also been linked to schizophrenia, psychoactive drugs, and brain tumors. I sometimes feel like 
Yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm real big. Yeah, like sometimes if I'm driving, it happens actually. I'll feel like I'm really big for some It's reason. usually when I do drugs. Yeah, if I'm really high, then sometimes I'll feel really small. I'll just sit there on the couch and I'm like, I'm very tiny right now. <laughs> and I just sink deeper and deeper within the couch. You're always very tiny. I've seen though. that. It's very, very annoying. It's yeah, very well, the, cute. the look, no, but like the look, up, I'm sure the look on my face is very recognizable. It's like my eyes get real big. I'm just like, I'm so small. And then I'm totally still for like four hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honey. Yep, you've seen it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a pretty interesting, uh, interesting thing. But it's, I don't know, it's its one of those things, like, is it that big of a deal? Like, I think you can... Deal with it? You can deal with that, right? It doesn't seem that scary. Well, well I guess as long if you as have it's not the, related to a brain tumor, I guess yeah. if you have the actual syndrome, it's probably more severe. Yeah, than, if it's not linked to, like, fucking pot, you know, and you're just dealing with this in your regular life, that probably sucks really bad. Yeah. How about uh, Lesch-Nehan syndrome is a disorder in which a person exhibits self-mutilating behavior or less commonly the consumption of his own body parts in a rare condition called autosarcophagy. Lesch-Nehan affects the joints, muscles, and the brain of the sufferer as a result of the overproduction of uric acid in the body, leading to compulsive lip and finger biting in the majority of cases. Consequently, in 60% of cases, patients uh, have to have their teeth removed to prevent them from biting off their lips, cheeks, oh, and tongues. Oh, that's fucked. Whoa. That's fucked up. The condition occurring almost exclusively in boys has been related to impulse control disorders in general and can range from mild to life-threatening. Holy that's shit. fucked up. That is actually pretty crazy. To be that messed up that they have to, to pull your teeth? teeth? Fuck, Ugh. man. Yeah, because you're just going to eat your whole face off. Ugh, that's brutal. God damn. All right. I'm not down with that. On the plus side, pudding for dinner. <laughs> mm, pudding is good. There's always a plus side. Erotomania. Uh, sufferers of erotomania take uh, infatuation to the next level. Level. Those who suffer from this mental disorder hold a delusional belief that a person generally from a high social status, like a celebrity, is madly in love with them and making advances towards them through uh, special glances, signals, telepathy, or messages through the media. Oh, that's what this... Um, what's her name... Uh, the girl from the Silence of the Lambs. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's th- doing that to me. Yeah, the guy. No, the guy who shot Reagan. Yeah, that and the girl from the Silence of the Lambs. Her stalker did that. That's too. The, it's the same guy. Yeah, it was the guy. That's yeah, right. it's the same dude. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who shot Reagan. He did it for Jodie Foster. Yeah, because yeah. he thought what? she was giving him signals and shit. She told him to do it through like a secret code on like oh talk shows my and God, stuff and that's interviews. Insane. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, did I, sh- I I shut down too much. Okay. There you are. Here we go. Uh, the patient then returns the alleged affection by letters or attempting to visit the unsuspecting recipient. The scary part of this disorder is that the patient's feeling is so overwhelming that even when the perceived lover directly denies any sentiment of affection uh, or the advances are clearly unwanted, the person remains unconvinced. Thus, the delusion is difficult to break. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a... Uh, this is a scary thing that happens every once in a while. Yeah, we uh, we. I mean, it caused someone to try and assassinate a president. Well, he did assassinate a president. No, R- no. Reagan lived. Oh wait, Reagan. no, Reagan. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about somebody else. <laughs> no, yeah, Reagan lived. Reagan. He, he he almost died though. He almost died. They got him. He's a tough old bastard. <laughs> yeah, he got shot. He I, got him for sure. One of the Secret Service guys died, I think. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, this is a. I, this is like a. Probably like 
just like a direct result of like TV being invented. Probably. And like crazy. Seeing the same people on your television over and over Feeling again. Feeling like you know them through their their actions. Their actions. Yeah, because I don't think this happened before television. It would be harder for it to happen. You'd have to Were stalk just, like, someone at a show every weekend. You're just looking at a coin, and you're like, the queen, she totally wants to fuck me. She's giving me these signals through this coin. <laughs> yeah. <You> know, like, <laughs> like so it didn't imagine happen. her winking at you. Yeah, the f- coin's winking at me. Okay, I keep... Oh, now this coin is a little bit different, and oh, it wants me... this is her signaling me to kill her to son. To kill her son, so that I could be the next king. <laughs> oh, God. That makes sense. I'm glad like, that shit didn't happen. Uh, well, I don't know. By going through this list, it's hard for me to write off anything at this point. So let's go with uh, lycanthropy. Always a fun one. Uh, ever identify as a sloth or a dog on those lazy summer days when all you want to do is sleep in? Sufferers of the psychological phenomenon lycanthropy actually believe they are a little animal or at least being transformed into one. The condition is often classified as a self-identity disorder subdivided into various types. So it's like that guy who creepily walks around in South Africa yeah, with a pack of dogs. Yeah, can we not ever talk about oh him again? Oh my god. That's like that guy my, has lycanthropy. I'm pissed because you're, we're doing this late at night, and now that's going to be in my head. I'm going to have nightmares of that guy. Okay, well let's move on to well, the next one we'll, that guaranteed to give you nightmares. Just think about Boanthropy. You know, though that's a person who believes they're a cow or an ox. That's well, so specific. That's less scary. Yeah. It's like somebody pretending to be a cow. Like, mm. you know what, man? Go for it. Yeah, you be Some, a cow, man. I'm just going to sit here all day and chew, chew grass. Chew cud. <laughs> Alien hand syndrome. Mike, you want to read this one? No. This isn't something out of a science fiction movie, but certainly could be for those living this everyday real-life nightmare. This was actually the subject of an episode of House with Hugh Laurie. Alien hand syndrome occurs when a person's arm appears to move involuntarily or grab hold of things without the cognitive control of the person to whom the arm belongs. It's caused by a conflict between the left and right parts of the brain or mixing of damaged brain wires. Such a condition can often be traumatic for the sufferer who is terrified that her rogue arm might start exhibiting inappropriate behavior in public, like groping others or manipulating objects or tools giving a feeling that one limb is foreign or has a will of its own, according to the Journal of Neurology, Neurosurgery, and Psychiatry. I would make a telephone call, and this hand would hang up the phone. I would light a cigarette, and this one would put it out. I would be drinking coffee, and this hand would dump it, says patient Karen Byrne described. Yeah, like it, would, it can also manifest into violent stuff, though, too. Yeah, the, like that's kind of the ones that I heard most about, where the hand would, like... Just whoop your ass. Yeah, I remember, I remember in the episode of House which doesn't really lend much credence to it, but the guy believed his parasitic twin that he had devoured in the womb... It was, was, like, coming back? ...was kind of alive in his arm. Ugh. And it fucking hated him for eating him. Oh, God. That's horrifying. Yeah, so it was constantly trying yeah, to Yeah, if your kid over. devoured their twin in the womb, just don't tell them. Yeah, don't let them know. Don't let no them know one about, should know nobody about knows, that. Nobody needs to know that. Yeah. But it's a cute family story. Yeah, yes. it's like, remember when you see, you would have been twins, but you, you know, absorbed him. Yeah, uh-huh. you ate him. You know, like, nowadays, people just post that on Facebook as a status, like, bless their heart. <laughs> Go I ahead and do number one. seven, Lauren. 
Abulomania. Abulomania. Uh, she loves me, she loves me not, she loves me, she loves me not. Could certainly be the mantra of those who suffer from this generally unknown mental disorder characterized by crippling indecision, or as psychiatrists term it, paralysis of the will. Two-Face had this. Two-Face, yeah. Sufferers of abulomania appear generally, physically, and mentally normal in all aspects of life. Yet when faced with simple life choices like going for a walk or choosing a box of cereal, they run into major psychological problems to the point that they experience anxiety and difficulty regaining normal function. Many sufferers say their incapacity or chronic indecision originates from their need for 100% certainty. Hence, the sufferer can become paralyzed in the inability to fulfill his own free will when confronted with more than one choice. Uh, the condition has also been associated with depressive and obsessive compulsive disorders. It, does, it sounds like a version of OCD. It sounds a lot like OCD. Like, you don't know how it's going to work out either way, even if it's a mundane choice. Like, I could get Frosted Flakes, or I could get Lucky Charms. There's the possibility that I'll regret it after I have it, though. And it just turns into a huge fucking mess. Well, they, they should just uh, make these guys read about string theory. Oh, God. Sure. I think where that would like, make it worse. No, where every choice that you make does actually happen. So yeah. so, so, so you actually song. have made every choice, and it is playing out. But you don't know which choice you'll end up experiencing. That's true. Well, maybe you're experiencing both. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's probably going to make it worse. Yeah, I think, yeah. It, I think, I think it makes it worse. <laughs> there, that, yeah, that's going to be bad. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Just give them a coin to flip. Synesthesia, that's uh, the neurological phenomenon where a stimulation of one's senses leads to involuntary experiences in another sense, like tasting purple. Yeah. yeah. This is actually more common than the other ones so far, especially among artists and like musicians. Musicians are, are well known to have synesthesia. Um, it helps with them writing music. Like They'll say, well, A-flat you know, f- sounds like uh, apple green to me. That's like a common... Yeah. Thing where certain it's not really a debilitating colors. Thing. It's not debilitating. It's just yeah. Odd. Some of the greatest uh, mathematicians ever had had it. Uh, like, yeah. Because they could see the math they can equations. Smell numbers. Well, they, yeah. Uh, I think one of them he could see it in the the equation as colors rather than numbers. So it was really easy for him to figure out what did what and what went when where. I, what do you think the worst smelling number is? Uh, it's gonna be yeah, probably the letter U. That's that's not number. Sorry, I'm synesthesia. The uh, the number you. Oh, thank you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually f- it's shit. funny when I was in school um, to learn sight reading. My teacher would actually have us like ask us like, all right, what does this note feel like to you? Like, what emotion is this one specific note? And you would think that without context of it being in a musical piece, that just randomly playing an A. You you wouldn't feel any way about it because it's just an avoid. Oh, but La- you oh, wow. do kind of associate different feelings with notes and stuff like that. Lauren had this one, number nine. Oh, I did have this. You had foreign accent syndrome. Yes, I did. Now, this is like something that they don't actually know what causes it. Sometimes it's like a bump to the head. I know what or caused it. Or an intense it. migraine after surgery, or so. So you, so this is when you basically just start speaking in a foreign accent. You can't stop. And you can't stop. I had two foreign accents. That I kept switching between. What? Yes. When did this happen? When I was on the cruise ship, I was hanging out with these two guys, and we all got trashed. And one guy was from Romania, and the other one was from um, England. 
And we had to go and do a, um, shit, what is it called? Um, Safety? Uh, yeah, we had to go to, like, muster, and, and we had to get our passports checked by the Coast Guard. And so this was the first time we had done this, so we're going up, and we have to verify that we're Americans. And we're going up, and I keep switching between a Romanian and a British accent, and I can't stop. I just keep flip-flopping back Wait, because you were, like, nervous or something? No, I was just super trashed. And I, I just... And David got so fucking mad oh, at me. I think, like, I think he's just... I don't think this is... Foreign act. I think you're just racist. <laughs> you're just being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I, no, no, I couldn't stop it though. That that's what was crazy was that I I think that I was just so drunk that I was just out of it, but I could not speak like myself. It was really. Well, weird. it says so. It can it, sometimes it can only last for a few hours. That was only about few a few so hours. So you're just what? Well, yeah, but mo- most of the these ones. Uh, like they're not around the people ha- that have those accents. Yeah, no, that. This is kind of like something happens, and then they just start speaking with a foreign accent that they never even like really heard before. Yeah, that's that's really. Yeah, you you just more got dick syndrome, where like Madonna went to England and then came back. I talk like this now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. weird. Yeah. No, I I, I like I, I think I put a little southern stank on on my voice, maybe a little bit. When I'm in like a, a a more southern town, like like I'll catch myself like doing it a little bit, and I'll stop myself. I do that because was originally I had a southern a really intense southern accent. So whenever I go somewhere where there's a lot of southern speaking people, it comes back really. That's quick. that's just a natural human thing, though. Yeah, it so is. You a natural always human conform thing. to whatever the group's doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, except foreign people, they just come here and just stick with their fucking stupid not learning English accent. Somebody whoa, have the water whoa, bottle? Whoa. Build a wall. That's all I'm saying. No. Build a wall. Where's out the water bottle? Panels. Sure. Out of solar panels. Save the earth. Anyway. Keep them out. I have this. I have number 10. All right, sure. you can go ahead and read this then. Uh, genital retraction syndrome. <laughs> uh, no, genital, not general. I said genital. Oh. I just suck at talking. Genital retraction syndrome or... You just did it again. <laughs> Coro syndrome is a psychiatric disorder in which a person suffers acute anxiety over a deep-seated fear that his genitals, or breasts in the case of women, are shrinking or retracting into the abdomen until they disappear, upon which he or she will die. The condition is seen mostly in Southeast Asian countries where throughout history there have been reports of mass public panic and hysteria over shrinkage concerns. Well, I mean, their dicks are small. I like to to imagine a different version. I think I have this. (laughs) Where for women, it's not that your clit is getting smaller, but it's suddenly getting bigger, and then eventually it's going to overtake your body and suffocate you. I think that's specific to you. That's China syndrome. I like the... (laughs) (laughs) C-H-Y-N-A. Yeah, no, I think I have this. Either either it's retracting or my foreskin is growing back. I can't tell. Uh, it's the foreskin. Yeah, okay. It's the foreskin. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're growing labia. Ooh, nice. Well, there's pica. You guys have heard of this one. Pica is a disorder in which people have a compulsion to eat things that have no nutritional value or non-food substances such as wood or paint. Yeah, it's called being American. Yeah, <laughs> that, that continues for more than one month. The disorder is characterized into subtypes including... Uh, coprophagy, 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 consumption of feces, yes. yeah, geophagy, the consumption of soil, clay, or dirt, hyperphyalgia, the consumption of glass, ooh, hi, no, hylophyalgia, hyalophagia, so. trichophagia, consumption of hair or wool, 
Eurovasia, consumption of urine. Pika can be particularly dangerous because it can lead to lead poisoning, gastrointestinal blockages, or stomach lining tears when a person ingests harmful substances such as sharp metal objects. Yeah, Pika is on every other episode of My Strange Addiction. Yeah, I was just about to say yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. all of My it's Strange It's always addiction. somebody eating something weird. It's it was like a, yeah, it's not an addiction. They just have a mental disorder. Yeah, yeah I, li- I liked the one chick who ate the stuffing out of their couch secretly. Yeah, I saw that. But she'd have to buy a new couch every year because she ate all of it. Yeah, yeah. and keep, then there was she'd another, sit there and watch TV and just eat it. Eat it. There was she one lady who like, ate her daughter's hair. Yeah, there was a one lady who only ate ashes. Yeah, and she and like her family was a bunch of smokers, so they would try to like keep the ashes away from her. But then she'd distract them and grab the ashtray and run away. It's awesome. <laughs> it's a mental illness, and they need to be pitied. I really enjoy that show. <laughs> so, Take it as you will. All right, so that, that that's uh, some super abnormal psychology. Right now, we're going to take another quick break and play some spoopy. Ooh, spoopy. This is a long one. Buckle up. You're alone in the middle of the night. And the phone rings. It's someone you don't know. Or worse yet, it is someone you know. And they're dead. Things have just gotten spoopy. 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 Too spoopy. Most of the soldiers were Russian special operatives at the facility, but still many refused to return to the chamber to remove the test subjects. They continued to be screamed to be left in the chamber and alternately begged and demanded that the gas be turned on lest they fall asleep. To everyone's surprise, the test subjects put up a fierce fight in the process of being removed from the chamber. One of the Russian soldiers died from having his throat ripped out, another was gravely injured by having his testicles ripped off and an artery in his legs severed severed by one of the subject's teeth. Another five of the soldiers lost their lives if you count ones that committed suicide in the weeks following the incident. In the struggle, one of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured and he bled out almost immediately. The medical researchers attempted to sedate him, but this proved impossible. He was injected with more than ten times the human dose of a morphine derivative and still fought like a cornered animal, breaking the ribs and arm of one doctor. When Hart was seen to beat for a full two minutes after he had bled out to the point there was more air in his vascular system than blood, even after it stopped, he continued to scream and flail for another three minutes, struggling to attack anyone in reach and just repeating the word more over and over, weaker and weaker until he finally fell silent. The surviving three test subjects were heavily restrained and moved to a medical facility, the two with intact vocal cords continuously begging for the gas, demanding to be kept awake. The most injured of the three was taken to the only surgical operating room that the facility had. In the process of preparing the subject to have his organs placed back within his body, it was found that he was effectively immune to the sedative they had given him to prepare him for the surgery. He fought furiously against his restraints when the anesthetic gas was brought out to put him under. He managed to tear most of the way through a four-inch wide leather strap on one wrist, even through the weight of a 200-pound soldier holding that wrist as well. It took only a little more anesthetic than normal to put him under, and the instant his eyelids fluttered closed, his heart stopped. In the autopsy of the test subject that died on the operating table, it was found that his blood had tripled the normal level of oxygen. His muscles that were still attached to his skeleton were badly torn, and he had broken nine bones in his struggle to not be subdued. 
Most of them were from the force of his own muscles that exerted on them. The second survivor had been the first of the group of five to start screaming. His vocal cords destroyed, he was unable to beg or object to surgery, and he only reacted by shaking his head violently in disapproval when the anesthetic gas was brought near him. He shook his head yes when someone suggested, reluctantly, they try the surgery without anesthetic, and did not react for the entire six-hour procedure of replacing his abdominal organs and attempting to cover them with what remained of his skin. The surgeon presided and stated repeatedly that it should be medically impossible for the patient to still be alive. One terrified nurse assisting the surgery stated that she had seen the patient's mouth curl into a smile several times whenever his eyes met hers. When the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon and began to wheeze loudly, attempting to talk while struggling. Assuming this must be some kind of drastic importance, the surgeon had a pen and pad fetched so the patient could write his message. It was simple. Keep cutting. The other two test subjects were given the same surgery, both without anesthetic as well, although they had to be injected with a paralytic for the duration of the operation. The surgeon found it impossible to perform the operation while the patients laughed continuously. Once paralyzed, the subjects could only follow the, the attending researchers with their eyes. The paralytic cleared their system in an abnormally short period of time, and they were soon trying to escape their bonds. The moment they could speak, they were again asking for the simulant gas. The researchers tried asking why they had injured themselves, why they had ripped out their own guts, and why they wanted to be given the gas again. Only one response was given, I must remain awake. All three subjects' restraints were reinforced and they were placed back into the chamber awaiting determination as to what should be done with them. The researchers, facing the wrath of their military benefactors for having failed the stated goals of their project, considered euthanizing the surviving subjects. The commanding officer, an ex-KGB, instead saw potential and wanted to see what would happen if they were put back on the gas. The researchers strongly objected, but were overruled. In preparation for being sealed in the chamber again, the subjects were connected to an EEG monitor and had their restraints padded for long-term confinement. To everyone's surprise, all three stopped struggling the moment it was let slip that they were going back on the gas. It was obvious that at this point, all three were putting up a great struggle to stay awake. One of the subjects that could speak was humming loudly and continuously. The mute subject was straining his legs against the leather bonds with all his might. First left, then right, then left again for something to focus on. The remaining subject was holding his head off his pillow and blinking rapidly. Having been the first to be wired for EEG, most of the researchers were monitoring his brainwaves in surprise. They were normal most of the time, but sometimes flatlined inexplicably. It looked as if he were repeatedly suffering brain death before returning to normal. As they focused on paper scrolling out of the brainwave monitor, only one nurse saw his eyes slip shut at the same moment his head hit the pillow. His brainwaves immediately changed to that of deep sleep, then flatlined for the last time as his heart simultaneously stopped. The only remaining subject that could speak started screaming to be sealed in now. His brainwaves showed the same flatlines as the one who had just died from falling asleep. The commander gave the order to seal the chamber with both subjects inside, as well as three researchers. One of the named three immediately drew his gun and shot the commander point-blank between the eyes, then turned the gun on the mute subject and blew his brains out as well. He pointed his gun at the remaining subject, still restrained to a bed as the remaining members of the medical and research team fled the room. I won't be locked in here with these things. Not with you, he screamed at the man strapped to the table. What are you, demanded. I must know. The subject smiled. 
Have you forgotten so easily, the subject asked. We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all, begging to be free at any moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. The researcher paused, then aimed at the subject's heart and fired. The EEG flatlined as the subject weakly choked out. So nearly free. Welcome back. That was spoopy. With endless mic. That was a long and hurt my voice a little bit by the end. Yeah, that was that was a really long one, but uh, it fit with our theme this week. And now, uh, continuing with our theme, we wanted to talk about the uh, Mandela effect. This is this is one of the crazier things to come around. This in is the last a, this is our years. you believe in what segment? What? Yeah, this is a, this is a, yeah this has come around in the past few years, and I gotta say that it it, it definitely resonates. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean some of them the some of the. Th- things that people come up with them like nah that's kind of bullshit but then some of or them it could like, just be a trick of the memory or whatever yeah like different spellings of things or th- so this has come around uh i think this came around in like uh 2013 it's basically it's basically the uh theory is that there's maybe a parallel universe where things happen differently and makes us perceive it in a different way, but actually something else happened. Or some believe that time travelers may have gone to the past and may have messed up our present. The name Mandela, uh, Man- Mandela Effect was given by Fiona Bloom, as in 2013 human activist Nelson Mandela died. However, many people believe that they have no link with each other and that there are even old textbooks that stated that Nelson Mandela died in prison that were found. You skipped the part where people thought he had died in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. sorry. I was like, uh, did I skip over a sentence here? Yeah. Yeah. Many people believe that he died in the 80s when he was in prison. So that's where that's like, that's where the first discrepancy came out. Yeah. Was when Nelson Mandela did die. And people were like, wait a minute. I, I remember him dying in prison. Yeah. Even though he had gotten out of prison and become president. Yeah. 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 There's no, there, one that's very specific to me is. When I was a little kid, the actor, uh, the black guy in Alien, the first Alien, Yafit Kodo, I clearly remember hearing a news report or seeing a news report that he had died. But it, I looked this up recently, and he is still alive. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. Like, that is very, one very specific There's one There's a bunch of these little memory things. So the, uh, the idea is that it's, uh, that there could be alternate, alternate universes with, you know, where we all exist in, in the, in these alternate universes and that sometimes our memories get mixed up with. Maybe when we sleep or something like yeah, that. Yeah. When we sleep, maybe our memories get mixed up with, uh, with our alternate selves in different universes. That's possible. You know, and I'm not it one to put that tangled. down because I I fully believe that there are alternate universes. Yeah, like one time I came home and I realized that I was married for the past 5 years. <laughs> but my recollection, I, I yeah, I'd never met this person, but I've been going with it and I've been trying not to create a fuss and things have been going okay, I think. Oh, well, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I remember when you were a different person. You used to be blonde. Yeah, it was weird. Anyway, no, so yeah, here's like we some, all just went with it. <laughs> here's some things that uh, that like people have like these alternate memories. Like uh, number one is the uh, 
the uh, Baron Steen Bears, which is what I remember as a child. Uh, the book series, it was called The Baron Steen Bears. But actually, uh, if you look back at the books now, they're, they're titled The Baron Stain Bears. I yeah, always remembered it one... as The Baron Stain Bears. I always remembered it as The Baron Steen Bears. I think it was Baron Steen for me. But now it's... I've heard this for so long, and I've tried to rethink it so many times, I'm not sure where I even started at this point. No, this is the one that hits me really, really hard, because no matter how many times they say Berenstain, and no matter how many times I can read it on, on a cover or a piece of paper, doesn't sound right, doesn't, doesn't look, look right. right. It's doesn't funny, look because right, no matter Berenstain what. doesn't look right to me. But, I mean, what is Berenstain? That's not a name. Baron Steen sounds like a real name. It does sound like a real name. Well, no, it's funny is I remember it being spelled Baron Steen, but always pronounced Baron Stain. Maybe, so maybe I'm the only one here from a real universe. Or maybe <laughs> maybe whoever was reading it to you was pronouncing it wrong. That's also could be true. It was my dad, and we know how he is basically out of this this reality anyway. He falls into a lot of those categories from the last segment. Yeah. Yeah. So. If you take out any old VHS, then you'll notice the spelling is actually Baron Stain Bears. You won't come across anyone who remembers this particular spelling of the show, and this is one of the most popular examples of the uh, Mandela, Mandela effect. Yeah, I remember the spelling Baron Stain, but not or Baron Steen. No, I've met a lot of people that remember Baron Steen, including my parents who read me those books. Huh. So, uh, here's one I, I don't yeah I don't this remember one this I one. don't get the Flintstones. Uh, a lot of people remember that they were called the Flintstones. That doesn't make any what? sense. No way. Which, that doesn't make any sense because no it, sense. the pun doesn't work. Yeah, they were the Flintstones. Yeah. Those people are dumb. They're dumb. Why would they be the Flintstones? Yeah, it just doesn't I, make I think sense. that's just a kid not correctly identifying. Something. Yeah, yeah. Number number three here, Oscar Oscar Meyer wieners. Now, you remember Oscar Meyer or Oscar Mayer? Oscar Mayer. 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 It was spelled Oscar Mayer, but it's pronounced Meyer. Yeah, no. It, uh, yeah, because there was a there was a jingle. My baloney has yeah. a second name, M E Y E R. I believe everyone can recall this particular commercial song from our childhood. The commercial even spelled out the first and last name of the company. Uh, however, M A Y E R was the song. However, if you see the name on his product, you'll see that it's actually spelled Oscar Mayer. Strange, right? No, to me the jingle was always My baloney has a second name. It's M A Y E R. Yeah, I remember it M E Y E R. I don't, I don't know. It's one of these things. I, I can't remember it. It could. Well, it could either be way, it's way. pronounced Meyer. Meyer. It's pronounced yeah. Meyer. Always been because well, they actually had the commercials. Yeah. Well, it's because Oscar Meyer has a way with you know. That's like that's how it ends. They say the name of it in the jingle. Yeah. yeah. I haven't, it's an had, I haven't had. Wiener. You know, I haven't had bologna in a while. So. Oh, they, I have this great either, recipe God. for bologna cake. You should try it out. Bologna cake. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. try it. A lot of mayonnaise. Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Uh, apparently, er- everybody remembers the the famous line "Mirror, mirror on the wall," but apparently, she never says that. No, she says "Magic mirror on magic the wall." Magic mirror. This on one the wall. we actually went and verified. I remember we first told me about this while we were driving, and we dangerously both pulled out our phones and <laughs> YouTube this because we were so contentious of it. Oh yeah, we were reading it on the way to like a gig. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Huh, that's funny. Cause I, I, um, I always knew it as Mirror Mirror, but I, I I was so young when I saw the movie, it could very it could have just been me mis Yeah, being me a young too. Idiot. And I didn't it's like 
Sleeping Beauty wasn't one of those Disney movies that I rewatched a lot because yeah, I never yeah. really cared for Sleeping Beauty. Not Sleeping Beauty, Snow White. Um, so. So it's a, it. Uh, it's hard to for me to say on that. The one. next one is like I just probably didn't pay attention. I didn't watch this show. I always remember it as Sex in the City. Sex but in the City. It's uh, actually Sex and the City. Yeah, it's the two different subjects that the show deals with: sex and the city. See, I thought it was Sex in the City too. Yeah, it's like you, they they have sex in, in the, the city. city yeah, <laughs> it's like this is what sex is like in the city. Yeah, mm. on an awful show. Yeah, I don't know. Never watched four it, so. ugly. Women. I never cared enough. I never cared enough to watch it. Uh, Forrest Gump's favorite uh, famous line: uh, "Life is like a box of chocolates." It's actually life was like a box of chocolates, but that seems pretty close. Yeah. Also, I mean, Forrest Gump talks weird. Yeah. I, I could see how, like, you see the movie and she says life was like, and then you come out and it's like, oh, yeah, life is like, because you just don't quite remember it correctly. Yeah. That's whatever. Like, uh, that's nothing. Interview with a vampire is actually interview with the vampire. Never got that one wrong because I read the novel first. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense because there's more than one vampire. But he only interviews one in the movie. And the book. True. True. So, well, in in his um, uh, the character of Louis in the book believes he's the last living vampire at that time. Yeah. Uh, Looney Tunes. A lot of people remember it being Looney Tunes. T O O N S, as in short for cartoons. Looney cartoons, but it was actually Looney Tunes. T U N E S, like a. I remember the T U N E S. I remember that because I always thought it was spelled wrong for some reason. Yeah, well, and then I was it, like, "Tunes doesn't yeah, make I, sense." Yeah, I I don't remember either way, but I remember the predecessor <laughs> of Looney Tunes was actually Mary Mel- Melodies. Yeah, yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah. I know so, it was Looney Tunes T U N E S, but they also eventually became Looney Tunes T O O N S. No, no, Tiny Tunes was T O O N S. Yeah, yeah, but they also did Looney Tunes because they had like special, they had special rebranded shows. Yeah, also because they they shortened characters who cartoon characters to tunes. Uh, Febreze uh, actually only has one E. I knew that instead of two E's, as you would think, it would be F E B R E E Z E. Yeah, yeah. So not so three. Well, it's got four three E's. e's total. It's got four E's. No, anyway, it's got three E's total, yeah. not four E's total. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just it makes sense for the extra E, but it who does. Knows. Uh, Star Wars, Luke, I am your father. He never said that. So that's that's kind of the same. I think thing that's as, just a misquote. Just a misunderstanding. It's the same thing as life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. Skechers, the shoes doesn't have a T. Just okay. Sketchers. I mean, I could see where you'd think it might have a T. Queen yeah. song. Uh, we actually verified w- this one is completely untrue. Yeah, yeah. this one's false. Every, well, everyone remembers the final lyrics of the song ended as "No time for losers" because we are the champions of the world. But there is no world part at the end of the song. That part oh. is true. But he does say it in, in the, the song. In the last article you were looking at, it said that 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 line didn't show up in the song at all. I think the last article was just. Worded weirdly. Yeah, it was it was worded very weirdly because we went and looked it up. He does say of the world in the, the middle end of the, of the first song. at the end of the first verse. Yeah, yeah. So the very beginning of the song. Though. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people remember that Pikachu from Pokemon had a black mark on his uh, tail whip or tail tip, which is actually not there if you look at it now. Really? Because if I'm thinking about it, yeah, uh, it seems like there should be a black. 
mark on it. There is in some art. It's just not in the cartoon. Oh, that's probably where where I'm confused. Yeah, it's just like fan art. Yeah, screwed it up maybe. No, like official, like from the game art. Could be. Oh no, actually, no. They're right. The original one, Pikachu doesn't have the black at the end. There is another Pokemon that came around later. I think it's one of the... Is it Evil Twin? No, I think it's one of the evolutions of Pikachu. I think it's like Raichu or whatever does have that black mark at the end. Yeah, so that's not too important. Uh, Curious George, uh, some people remember him having a tail. Um, I I don't know. I was never into Curious George, so I don't know. I remember a tail. Because he was a monkey, and monkeys have tails, right? No, he was a chimpanzee. Oh, I thought he was a monkey. They, there was no difference back then. Yeah, I mean, all, all, all monkeys I'm were apes. skip past a couple of these. Oh, uh, a lot of people remember the Monopoly man having a monocle. I remember him having a I monocle. I do. I do too, actually. And, uh, I don't, uh, but it's real. Like, anytime someone says, the Monopoly man have a monocle, I have to really think about it. Like, oh, well, I mean, I get, he's dressed the same as Mr. Peanut, so I can see how those yeah. two things would get confused. Mr. Peanut doesn't have a monocle either. No, Mr. Peanut has a monocle. No, Mr. Peanut no, there's yeah. a no, no, they couldn't draw legally monocles until 2013. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. Uh, people believe that the Mona Lisa is smiling now, but she used to be completely emotionless. Uh, okay. I've always thought that the Mona Lisa looked emotionless. I always thought she had a Well, see, here's the, the thing with all these: like, just like if people are remembering uh, remembering things that we don't remember, that that doesn't necessarily mean that they're wrong. Well, especially when it comes. Well, yeah, to we're just the... figuring out which side of the Mandela effect we're on. Yeah. Yeah, but like with the Mona Lisa, I feel like that's like purely that. That's my I, opinion. I, I don't understand how people can get that because like she's. Famous for her smile. She is, but the thing that yeah, I've but some people just like don't remember yeah. that at all. That I mean, she famous. definitely has emotionless eyes. I've always thought like, yeah, she's famous for her smile. I know that, but every time I look at the painting, I'm like, she's not fucking smiling. Like, she's giving a little bit of. A she's smirk. like kind of smirking. It's it's always been annoying to me, but whatever. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, there's there's people that uh, clearly remember a portrait in like textbooks of Henry the Eighth. With a turkey leg? With a turkey leg yeah, in his hand. I remember this. This is in my mind. It's in your mind? Yeah, but pe- people recall seeing it very clearly, but there's no record of it. Like, nobody can find a portrait of him holding a turkey leg. Uh, I remember him having a turkey leg in, like, a movie that was, like, making fun of things. Yeah, maybe that's it. That's right. I remember that, but I don't remember ever seeing him actually having a turkey leg. Uh, yeah, some people think the Lindbergh baby was never found. I Yeah, I remember reading... That they never found the Lindbergh baby, but yeah, apparently I, they found the I body. I thought they never found it. I thought that was why he was it was famous. Cause What's they never the found Lindbergh the baby? Ba- baby? It's Charles Lindbergh. He was a famous aviator. Um, around was, the same he was time the fa- as he was the famous one before Amelia Earhart. Yeah, okay. he flew around the world, and then no, his, he flew across the Atlantic. The, the Atlantic first sorry. one to do that. And then his child was kidnapped for ransom, and then people believe the baby was never found, but it was actually found pretty quickly dead already. But huh. Uh, people remember chartreuse as like a pink or red color. I remember that. I, but it's I know actually it's green. green. No, it's green. Yeah. Uh, the the thing with Mother Teresa here that they wrote, I can see where people are. Get, people recall her canonization to sainthood in the 1990s. Um, I can see where people got that from because they started it right after she died. But it takes a long, long time. To I remember them talking okay. a lot about it, like they were going to make her a saint, but. 
Right. Yeah. I. I've never really talked about it, but yeah, I don't remember it actually yeah, happening. I never, yeah, I don't remember it. Actually oh, Rodney King is still alive. I thought he died. Rodney King, yeah, he's still alive. I remember that. He didn't die. They didn't kill him. Uh, just not relevant. They just beat the hell out of him. Yeah. Uh, here's a big one that is has been around like in the past couple of years. Uh, a lot of people feel as though Sinbad played a genie the in comedian. a movie. Yeah. Now, that one I do remember. That I remember very well. I very yeah, like a lot of people think they used to they saw a trailer for Sinbad as a genie, mm-hmm. and I do remember that I, trailer. I don't remember I seeing a movie. Clearly remember that too. But I remember yeah. seeing. No, the, I never saw a movie. I but I saw advertisements. No, yeah. I remember see the, seeing the fucking VHS cover. Like I remember that. Yeah, so that's that's weird. Uh, apparently, he's never played a genie, but he says that he's willing to. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Will uh, a lot of people uh, think that Will Smith and remember Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith divorced like ten years ago? They're probably thinking of Will Smith's other wife, Terry Pratchett. That's kind of a weird. That's a really new one, actually. Yeah, yeah. He died in 2015, but a lot of people remember him dying at the same year he announced his illness. I knew that. I mean, I knew that. They're wasn't just true. like he's dead to me now. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> I followed him closely during that time, so I knew when he died and when yeah. he was alive. Yeah, so this is—it's like a really weird thing. Like, what what do you think could be causing this? Just like mass, like mis, like mistaken memories, it's or mistaken. it some could of be. Them, uh, I, I think, think some of them are. It's just a natural human not being able to remember things in the past. Like we forget things pretty easily. Yeah, and then our brains are just designed to like make us. Just like assure us that we remember. Yeah. yeah. Just give us the gist of it and fill in any details. Uh, oh, here's one. What was forgot. the 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 evil gremlin from the first movie Gremlins? What was his name? Spike. Yeah. Wrong. It was Stripe. Or Stripe. Yeah, yeah that's right. Stripe. Uh, so I can stripe. see. Although Spike was the evil gremlin in the second one, so yeah, I, can see I, where I got confused. Yeah, no, on Stripe because he had yeah. a stripe. That's right. Yeah. As soon as I said Spike, I was immediately like, or was it Stripe? Yeah, because I couldn't remember. Like, uh, I was just thinking about the one where a lot of people remember Jif peanut butter as Jiffy. Yeah, I don't but remember. It was that. never that. No, I remember. Choosy I think they're just choose Jif. Yeah, Choosy Moms choose Jif, but I think they're just confusing Jiffy Pop popcorn. Yeah, the popcorn was no, called there was Jiffy. Jiffy Spread. Jiffy Spread. Nope. No, it was Jif no. Spread. Just Jif. It was just Jif. Are you sure? Yeah, you're con- you're combining. Jiffy Pop popcorn and Jif because they were so no, I, I think it's I, I think it's the the alternate uh, uh, reality theory. Some of them are, some of them are misunderstood. Yeah, I think things. some I, I think some could be. I think like like uh, if uh, the theory proves to be true that our brains are just a a receiver for consciousness, then it is possible if we get too close to another dimension, we might receive especially while yeah. we're sleeping. Some false it's, information it's or like some information if, from the other reality. It's like if you're driving through multiple states, like you had your radio tuned to one specific thing, but now that you're close to the end of that state, your radio is picking up something else. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, that's what I think. It's it's that's some of these things are kind of like that, interesting theory. What, our our screen stuck on uh, the uh, C3PO one. What was that one? That's number eighteen. Oh, a lot of people remember C3PO as being completely gold. No, he had a silver lid. Oh, he does I have a silver leg. Completely gold. Um, well, well it also it also might be like how wore out was your VHS player or your oh my god like how shitty was your TV? Those yeah. VHSs were busted. Like yeah, like yeah. So, or the tape itself. Or 
how many times or did you actually like Star Wars and how many times did you watch it? Yeah, you watched it till the tape got degraded. Or yeah, and yeah. and then and then combine that with he's walking around the desert with the bright sun. Yeah. yeah. So There's very few full body shots of C three PO, honestly. Yeah. He looks like a goofball walking. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. Well, it's. It, I'm sure it's hard to make him walk. Goodness yeah. gracious me! And then uh, the scenes in the desert. It's so bright. He's just shimmering in the sun. So it's hard to tell. Like, oh, that shining part is not a gold shiny part. It's just a metal shiny part. Right. Yeah. Well, now light. he definitely has a red arm. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I, I didn't recognize him at first. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Uh, we will be back as soon as possible. Make sure you check us out on uh, Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash mysteriousnesses. And uh, check out mysteriousnessespc at gmail.com and uh, email us any experiences you may have or any questions or topics that you want us to discuss. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we're out. Good night. Good night.